When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Connecting to the big show. In three, two, one. We are saying as long as there is breath in our bodies, we will not forget you. If we don't deal with this issue now, the problem will get bigger. The lack of empathy. These women need to get over themselves. We're the one for Cork and ready to talk. Can we just talk? Call 1850-715-996. Text or WhatsApp 083-396-9696. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. The lines are live. Let's kickstart the conversation. This is The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. On Cork's 96FM. Doesn't seem to have been <clears throat> too much that spectacular went on this morning at Newgrange. Sunrise, well, Sunrise in Cork, New range is a little different. Sunrise in Cork was at 21 minutes to 9 and it ain't exactly Tenerife out there right now. Sun is still rising. You'll get a moon. Sunset actually is 25 minutes past 4 today and it'll be pitch black by around quarter past or 20 past 5 this evening. But the strangest bit of the 21st of December, the winter solstice, right? The winter solstice, people mistakenly call it Midwinter's Day. <clears throat> I've been putting up with that nonsense for, for years. At one minute to four today, one minute to four this afternoon, it officially becomes winter. Yes, and that continues until the next solstice or equinox. The next equinox is in March. So winter starts at one minute to four today and continues until the equinox in the middle of March. But sunset is at 25 minutes past four today on the shortest day of daylight in the year. The December the 21st, Newgrange Day. Doesn't seem to have been too much happened in Newgrange this morning. It was a bit dull. They've been running video of what actually happens when the light does get in. And as uh, Fiona was telling us on the programme yesterday, they, they run this demonstration, if you ever get to visit, where they shine a light in and to show you what happens when the chamber lights up inside. But I've seen the video, never been there. The waiting list, you be waiting until about 2061 if you want to actually get in there. But it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. And there's one down in West Cork we were talking about yesterday where they do a sunset solstice this evening. That's down in, uh, is that down in Glendore, I think Fiona was saying? But it's just a fascinating day and a fascinating turning point as winter begins with Christmas just four sleeps away. Speaking of Christmas, we were just thinking here this morning 
in the office, running out for those last few minute presents. And, and how do you feel about getting a voucher? Like, how do you. I love vouchers. Okay, I love getting vouchers, particularly these ones that you can go to a B shop and buy pretty much anything you want. I love a voucher for, say, Mahan Point or a voucher for One for All or any one of those or a voucher for Super Value. I love those because you can get anything you want there. Other people have a different notion of vouchers. They think it's a, it's a lazy man's load that you couldn't actually have been bothered to buy anybody anything. Have a think about that. Have a think about that, because Moiraid has been downtown meeting the businesses in the city centre. And even in the midst of COVID restrictions, and even in the midst of worry about Omicron, and even in the midst of all of that old palaver, there's still a great buzz downtown, as Moiraid has been finding out for the opinion line. Tim O'Kai, Chicken Inn, English Market in Cork. Right, the lead up now to Christmas is Monday and it's happening Saturday. So how busy are you at the moment? We're, like, we have a lot of people around town, thankfully. Uh, a lot of people popping in, asking questions, having a look at what we have. Um, but the decision hasn't been made yet to purchase. No, we've had, we have a good, uh, we did a good run on our orders. So our order books are full, we're not taking any more orders. Um, and our concentration now will be fulfilling the orders and having something for anyone that comes to the counter as well. Do you know what? Christmas is always special in the market. This is our 66th Christmas in the market as the chicken inn. Not myself, I'm only on about number 30. Um, but Christmas is always special in the market. It's, it's what we do, it's the over-the-counter, it's the interaction. It's the counter becoming a conversation piece and it's just hell for leather for Christmas week. And it's a week we always look forward to. Helen Murphy, Business and Communications Manager with Cork Business Association. Stay local, please, and spend local. There's so many great shops inside in Cork City Centre that really, you know, they deserve our support. And, and it's not just that they deserve it, the quality they're offering, the value for money, the customer service, it's all there and it's all there right on our doorstep so, you know, we we really have an awful lot to be proud of in the city centre, so yes, please everybody, still come in, there's a great buzz, wonderful atmosphere in town and, you know, it's worth it it really is, it just makes such great memories for people and it's just lovely to come in I suppose a big glow recently was was a Friday night in the announcement about hospitality closing at 8 o'clock now in the evenings and that is disappointing, I mean a lot of people would have had bookings right up to, to Christmas Day we can see why it's needed, but at the same time, these businesses still do need support. It is, it's very disappointing to see the eight o'clock closing uh, but you know they do still need support and again they're they're trying to change and adapt they're putting an awful lot now into their into their lunch offering and and tea time and all of that so there's still there's still a lot available there's an awful lot of availability in lots of the restaurants and cafes and pubs so again i would urge people to 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 come in and avail of it they're very safe i was in a number of them myself over the weekend and I felt very safe and secure. All the COVID um, requirements are being complied with. So I think it's really good from that perspective. And so there's still a lovely atmosphere in all the pubs and restaurants. So again, there is still a lot that we can do to uh, support those 
businesses and spend our money locally. And of course, if you can't come now or you don't feel safe to come now, then it's always great to, to, to buy a voucher and support those businesses in the new year when things return to some bit of normality again. Tom Durkin uh, of Tom Durkin Meats in the Old English Market in Cork. We're exceptionally busy. Spice beef is as popular and getting more popular, thank God. Mind you, it's causing us difficulties in getting that much spice beef out over the counter, but we're getting there slowly. And where are those difficulties coming from? It's just the sheer volume and numbers of people. It's uh, very difficult to look after every single person. Well, we have to look after every single person, but it's very hard to do. You're seeing a lot of people in and out here and out of the English market. It's all the same faces showing up all the time, plus new ones, thank God. Um, but it's you can see the buzz around the place. It's absolutely fantastic. There's very few people standing around the place. People tend to come in early in the morning, get their stuff and leave and go home. And they don't want to be in crowds, which is understandable. So we have to serve them as fast as possible and let them off. Well, we had a problem last year where we had to shut for a week just before New Year's Eve because my wife tested positive for COVID. So we just shut the whole thing down for 10 days. Everyone went into isolation. Um, that was rather difficult. But most of the staff here are after the three jams already, bar a couple of young fellas. So we're a small bit more confident, but we're still being cautious. And onwards and upwards for 2022. Looking forward to hopefully a better year. Hopefully it'll be easier than 2021. That is, like, 2021 was a very difficult year for everyone in business because the supply chain was in trouble. Everyone had an excuse with COVID not to do something for you. So if you ask for a delivery, someone's out with COVID, you just didn't get it simply. So hopefully 22 will be easier um, and hopefully busier. I was in with uh, Tom on... Sunday, I was in around the market Sunday afternoon, great atmosphere, I love the smells of the market at Christmas it Just it's it's a special special time in Cork and something I love to do is Christmas Eve when we finish here at midday I'll be hightailing it down to the market for a stroll through, maybe pick up the sausages for Christmas morning breakfast and stuff like that before we head off to lunch with the family but I love the market at Christmas and uh, I picked up some of Tom's spiced beef on Sunday I'm the only one in the house uh, that eats the, the spiced beef so I, I'd get the, the slices for the sandwiches and I have sandwiches all over the Christmas <laughs> love spiced beef but uh, yeah, get into town and do some spending or buy a voucher for somebody we were discussing this in the morning get the headset on in there Fiona I like to get a voucher love to get a voucher and I think you do too Fidia the voucher, yes, I'm a massive fan of vouchers. I think that, you know, it's when you're buying a present for somebody, it saves you an awful lot of time and stress. You can just go in and get them a voucher and then they can buy whatever it is they want instead of you giving them something that they just throw into the back of the shelf and never use again. But um, it causes a lot of consternation in my house because my husband is not a fan of vouchers. He right. thinks that, um, that you know, that you should be putting some thought into the gift for a loved one. So every Christmas we have the same conversation. He asks me me what do I want and I always tell him to get me a voucher or money so that I can go and buy clothes and he always says no he he wants to buy me something that he can wrap and put under the tree and put a bit of thought into it so um, yeah I don't know I I, I think there's nothing wrong with vouchers I think they're a great idea I think they're great because as well as that you have all the time in the world to spend them you can wander around the January sales or you can just get online and spend I love getting a voucher now the only thing is um, like I did get a voucher last year my brother lives overseas and he sent over a voucher and I still haven't got around to using it so there is that as well I mean you have to try and um, make sure that you use the voucher before it expires. But well, thankfully, I don't think they're allowed to expire them anymore now. Oh, great. Which is great. I think, <laughs> I think under the EU law, 
they're yeah. not allowed to expire. At least I have at least five years on them now. So, so yeah, so you're grand. But yeah, no, I'm all on for vouchers. So maybe the listeners might let us know what do they think. Do, are they a fan of the voucher like myself and PJ? Or yeah. are you like our other halves and not a fan at all? And yeah, my missus wouldn't be the greatest fan of vouchers either now, to be honest <laughs> with you. She, she wouldn't be. She has kind of that same view as, 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 as your hobby. She kind of says, do you know what? It's nice to put a bit of thought into something. There's not much thought in a voucher. Yeah. Uh, to which my response is always, well, you know, and I, I don't get her vouchers, but uh, you know, someone actually said, right, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you make your own decision rather than decide for you. So you're actually empowering somebody. <laughs> with a, I would have thought you're empowering somebody to treat themselves. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I wonder what people think. Thanks, Fee. 1850 715 Now, coming up next, going to divert from the festive stuff for a while. There's plenty more of it to come. We're, we're winding down towards our festive crescendo on Christmas Eve when I'm here with a load of great recording bunches of interviews for Christmas Eve. With We've got Stephanie, Stephanie Rainey will be talking to us Christmas Eve about the success of her cover version of Last Christmas and the fact that she is a mum for the first time. Six, seven, six-week-old Jackson looking forward to their first Christmas with him. Talking to Stephanie Rainey, among others. Talking also to Patrick O'Sullivan, who won the, the last singer standing. He's stranded in London for the Christmas. We're not quite stranded. He's staying there because he reckons it's the safest place for him to be right now. So he's going to stay there, and I'll be talking to Patrick, talking to a few more surprise guests on Christmas Eve on a special opinion line uh, between 9 and 12. But for now, we've been talking to Ivan. Now, Ivan came to us uh, a number of weeks ago wanting to tell his story. And it's a story of not so much workplace bullying or the nature of workplace bullying, but the the reaction or how... It can affect you. And how what some people might think is ordinary banter in the workplace can have a devastating effect on somebody's mental state. Now, the nature of what happened to Ivan is being investigated by the Gardaí. And for that reason, we won't be going into the nature of it. We also won't be going into where he works or worked because he's packed it in. But we want to talk to Ivan about the effect that workplace bullying has had upon him. Comes up next on The Opinion Line, 1850 715 Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call in person or call them now. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie Can we just talk? The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Call us now, 1850-715-996. On Courts 96 FM. So Ivan, as we speak, you're, you're in the care of a mental health team. Uh, it got very rough for you a couple of weeks ago. You can go into that or not, uh, as the case may be. But this stemmed from workplace bullying. Isn't that right? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it did. Um... It is. It's the first event happened about six months ago, back back in June, um, and ever since that, first the first incident, kind of made a complaint and thought, okay, you know, things would be better, and then you know it happened again, and um, so I kind of just really had to had to quit my job, and I was um, I was just put under under the care of the home based crisis team for. Um, 
for for a couple of weeks and you know I had to be put on med- medication um you know and then I just just had to uh try try and deal with the with the motions at the time and um yeah it just it just was very overwhelming and you know like even problems going to the bathroom I had to be put on diazepam to relax my muscles they were so tense um you know um there was just this whole range of emotions that I was trying to block out now we can't go into specifics for a number of reasons one being that there's a Garda investigation underway. I'm sure it must be of some relief to you that the guards are willing to look into it. Um, yeah, well, the, the company did do a fact-finding investigation themselves. Um, now, the guard said they, they may or may not be able to, to find the culprit of it. Um, I don't know if if that person just thought that it was going to be, it was just harmless fun, you know, but I Clearly, clearly, it wasn't to me. No, there were there were two incidents uh, a distance apart, and I suppose it's yeah. not it's not a secret to say both of these had to do with your sexuality, correct? Um, they both were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just I didn't think that stuff like that still happened in in this day and age in Ireland, but um, yeah, I, I guess some people just don't realise the effects of, of what they're saying or doing can have on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, I've been I've been seeing a psychologist as well, you know, to work through it since August. So, you know, I, I've been dealing with it for the last six months, really. Were you shocked by the first incidents in particular? Um, I was at the time, yeah. Um yeah, it was. It was just uh, I. I, I kind of just brushed it off mm. until I kind of had a, a bit of a I had a bit of time off to think about what actually happened, and I thought, okay, hang on now, and I have to do the right thing, and I have to make a formal complaint about it. So you know, I did that, and you know, I was hoping there might have been some bit of you know bullying or harassment training done, or or something like that. Um, but yeah, nothing. It was only a couple of days later after I returned to work that the second incident happened, so I don't know that the companies even have time to, to investigate fully. Mm. Now, I will say that the, when I when I made the formal complaint to my employer, they did, um, they did offer counselling sessions, so they offered six counselling sessions at the time. Um, so um, that was after the first incident, and then after the second incident, it all just got too much. Yeah, with um kind of suicidal thoughts and feelings of guilt and shame that I just had to be put under the care of the home-based crisis team. Okay. So it was men- mental health nurses and psychiatrists checking checking in daily on me. That that's not something you envisaged six months ago. I mean, were you, were you happy in the job initially? Oh yeah, I loved I loved the job. Um, you know, it was a great experience, and that's that's one of the hard things as well is. If the guards did find out about it, you know, it was it's if the guards did find who 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 done it, I don't know, would that be easier or harder than not knowing? Mm. Because I would have, you know, everybody that I worked with it would have been, you know, 
kind of a tight knit community. So you know, I'd say I'd be shocked by it. Mm. And the second incident, did that which involved, I believe, the defacing of a poster, a pride poster, did did, did that come after? you made the first formal complaint. What I'm trying to get at is, were they aware that you'd made the formal complaint? Yeah, it was about four or five days later. Right. Yeah, that's that's when, um, yeah, that's when the, the second incident happened. Um, and that's that's really when all of the emotions kicked off for me. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't a great summer. It was a tough mm-hmm. summer. Um, and then I went back to college in in... September to finish my fourth year but um, you know I just I didn't have that motiva- motivation in me anymore mm-hmm. um, you know I, I didn't at the time you know it took me six months to get back to, to even dating someone again really you know mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's it's taking its toll and then you know making a formal complaint to the Gary and you know, it just came back up again, and I thought I dealt with it, but I didn't. Yeah. And you know, I ended up in hospital then last week yeah. over it, and was in was in admitted in for two nights. Yeah. Um, and now I'm back in the the care of the home based crisis team, so yeah. they're checking in on me while I'm trying to do exams and everything else that's going on. Now the college are are very good; they're deferring some of some of the exams until January. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very glad that you have the care you need. I suppose it's the, the the proper answer to this one is, does it actually matter? Which that's probably... But do you think that there was malice intended in the first place? Or was it that they just didn't realise the buttons they were pushing? Yeah, I I don't think they really they thought that it it was going to to affect me as much as as it did, you know. I think that they might have just been I don't know I don't know if they're acting alone or if there was two of them in it, and then they just you know decided to do it for the laugh, or you know I don't know if they had any under underlying issues themselves to to rail in the first place. Nobody has approached you to do anything like apologise or ask, are you okay? Um, no, no. No. No, nothing, nothing like that. Um, yeah, once, um, once I, I kind of um, got the guards involved and, you know, sent a complaint from my solicitor, they kind of stopped all... And the guards are taking it seriously, I think, aren't they? Um, they are, yeah. They're they're um in contact with with um with the company, and they're trying to to figure out what what the investigation they did, and see if the guards had more power to do. Yeah, to do and more I get the it. sense, Ivan, from what you said, that the company have been reasonably good to you, have they? Um, at the start, when I first, after the first incident, they were, um, after the second incident, I kind of got a bit of a cold shoulder from them. Yeah. Once they, yeah, once I kind of heard, they heard I was seeing a psychiatrist and had to be put on medication, it was kind of, 
I, I don't know. I didn't hear anything from them right. after that then. Right, they decided to absent themselves from the conversation, as it were. The message of all of this, and I know for listeners, we're being very circumspect because we're not naming the company, we're not going into the details of the incident because of the investigation. But you want to say, I think, Ivan, very clearly, please be careful before you do anything like this. You've no idea what it feels like to be bullied like this. Yeah, so bullying in the workplace, yeah, it's just, just, you don't know the effect that you can have on somebody else's life, really. It's, it's just what I'm trying to say, you know, you might think that you're messing around, but, you know, in the end, that's somebody's mental health. You don't know what somebody else is going through, you know, in their own personal lives. And obviously you've got professionals looking after you now, and that is great, but do you have friends to to turn to do you have people close to you that you can just talk to them about it yeah i do and they, they were all shocked at the incident as well when it happened at four incidents um and yeah i do have them to to turn to as well and i do turn to them for for help i don't know if they're probably sick of listening to me at this stage but um yeah I, they're there i do have all the support you know that i need and they're there for me over christmas will the team the nurses be around for you do you know or will you need them um i'm not too sure all i all i can do at the moment is just take it day by day yeah you know there, there's there isn't much i can do at yeah. the moment it's just yeah and even hour by hour sometimes really really so you're still yeah. you're still in in a fairly delicate place yeah yeah it's it's just um just come up recently again and yeah, it's just. I think I'm 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 finally o- over the shock of it and ready to to to, to deal with it. Good. So getting there slowly. Good man, good man. Will you keep that up? Keep up that effort and and have the best Christmas you can possibly have. And I oh think, yeah, same to you. I think the the message from you is very clearly. It might be messing to you, but be careful who you're messing with and the damage it can do to them. Oh, 100%, because you don't know what, what that other person is going through. All right. Well, Ivan, take care of yourself, my friend. All right, thank you so much. Lovely lad. And we were chatting the other day about this, and uh, just be careful if you are... You might think you're only slagging someone, and for the most part, you're not doing any, any harm, but there's always the chance you'll do a hell of a lot more harm than good so so better not to do it I guess is the message. Thank you to Ivan for speaking to us so candidly about that. Well, if you want some Christmas music, Cork's 96 FM as Cork's 96 must still going down to Christmas our exclusive online station with Bridgestone and Desi's Tires Blackpool, Little Island, Carrigaline and Vickers Road, they're there nearly 40 years Desi's Tires open 7 days, in fact if you call into the Blackpool branch you'll probably find himself the original Desi himself still pottering around with a tyre wrench in hand. Listen now on the Cork's 96FM app or go to 96FM.ie. That's Cork's 96. I'll be there myself, of course, Chris, Christmas morning. Tell you more about that a little bit later. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call them now for motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance. CMIG.ie. They can call me. Wayne Hilton. Wayne Hilton. The Weekend. On Cork's 96FM. 
Join me Saturday mornings from 10. I've got four hours of the best music mix. Check out the Cork Weekend Survey. Have a go at the Wayne Teaser question. There's the latest celebrity goss. A look at what's happening around town. And we'll keep you up to date with all your essential Cork news. Wayne Hilton. Saturdays, 10 a.m. With Newmarket Motors Volkswagen. Where you can test drive the full Volkswagen range. Including the all-electric ID3 and ID4. See newmarketvolkswagen.ie. On Cork's 96FM. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Text or WhatsApp now. 083-396-9696. On Cork's 96FM. A lot of traditional Christmas events uh, suffered last year from... COVID restrictions and indeed some of them still suffering this year from COVID restrictions but one that's making what you might call a hybrid comeback is the Goal Mile which is running now on Christmas well Christmas Day or around the Christmas holiday for quite some time David Burns is lead of the Goal Mile campaign David good morning Good morning thanks very much for having me on uh, Delighted I, How long is the Goal Mile running now? It's, it's there a long time the, the Goal Mile, yes, yeah, so it's running uh, almost 40 years now. So uh, 1982 was the first time. So it really, really has a long, a, a, a long history. It um, began in um, uh, the Phoenix Park in Dublin, 1982. And since then, it's grown to be now 150 locations right around Ireland. Mm. And, and as you were saying, they're hybrid uh, in terms of virtual events around the world as well. Now, is it strictly a Christmas morning event or can people do it any time over the holidays? No, any time over, over over the holidays. So uh, there's the physical events. So as I say, if you go to goalmile.org, there's a map on that page and you can see the locations and the times for each of those. So they, they do vary, like the, the majority are Christmas Day. But say in Cork City, for instance, there's one on uh, on, on, on Christmas Day uh, in Bishopstown at the track there. And then there's one on Stevens Day at the Tremor Valley Park. So um, they do vary and you would have to go to the map to have a look to see sure. the location closest to you and what day and time that is on but but also a lot of people do it virtually and they sign up they get a t-shirt in the post and they do their mile whenever suits them if there wasn't a mile close to them right and you can just walk it or jog it or run it whatever you want to do Exactly. It's a, it's a real community event, I suppose. And that was the disappointment last year when, when, when we couldn't uh, get together. But a, a lot of it is really about that. You'll see a lot of um, really all age groups attending. So from the very young, bringing their toys on Christmas Day uh, to, to the elderly and everything in between. And it's real sort of, um, you know, community and family event really is is and you get yeah a, a lot of a, a few serious runners, but right down to people walking and just ha- having a chat then as well. Yeah. Now, obviously, the the funds raised go towards Gold's work internationally. Where is your priorities this Christmas, David? Yeah, so I suppose um, what, what, what Goal is probably best known for is uh, response to disasters uh, around uh, around the world and helping those most vulnerable people. So say some of our biggest programmes at the minute are continue to be in Syria, um, where, the, where the aftermath of the um, uh, of the, the man-made, I suppose, the, 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 the conflict there and supporting. The, so every day, say Goal supports one million people there by giving them fresh water uh, and hundreds of thousands of people every day by access to uh, 
um, to, 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 to bread and their staple diets as well. So from, from that to then natural disasters, so there's an earthquake this year in, in Haiti and helping the people there to rebuild their homes uh, and to get back on their feet again. Um, but Goal Now, we're, we're active in 14 countries around the world um, uh, and, and the supporting by supporting the Goal Mile, you're helping people throughout all those, those regions and those countries right around the world. Okay, and all the details are available at the website goalmile.org. Thank you, David. Uh, David Bournes. Now, Michael Joyce organises the Bishopstown Goal Mile. Is that on Christmas morning, Michael? Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, PJ. How are you? Good, good, good. Christmas morning? Christmas morning at 10.30. Whereabouts do you start? Uh, in the, on the track at uh, MTU, that was in Bishopstown, uh, I would intend this year to start a mile race every quarter of an hour. So we'll start the first one at half past ten. Right. And we'll have the last one at twelve o'clock. So this will stagger it out, I guess, to avoid a big cluster of people. Yeah, well, well, in previous years, we could have over 100 in each race. So we, we do get good numbers. But this year, I would ask that people just uh, come run or walk around the four laps and then leave again to just to observe the COVID restrictions. And, you know, um, oh, I'll have certificates there for people to pick up after they've finished the, the run. Fantastic. Uh, some people will tell you they have certificates going back 30 years. And Crikey. <laughs> and it's young and old take part, isn't it? It's a good way to walk off to breakfast, you know. Well, it is. It's a good way to work up an appetite for the dinner. <laughs> There's that as well. So it's 10 o'clock at the MTU track. No, 10 30. 10.30. 10.30. 10.30 at the MTU track on Christmas morning and you'll stagger them every quarter of an hour till around, mid, around midday. Every quarter of an hour. And right. everybody is welcome as usual. All right. Great to see you back again. Have a good morning on Christmas morning, Michael. Happy Christmas to you and all your organisers. The Bishopstown Gold Mile 10.30 MTU track. Formerly CIT track out there in Bishopstown. Four laps and away home for the dinner. Simple as that. 1850-715-996. Now, still we are running in a few Christmas jumper parties here and there. We've had to change them all. A lot of people now are working from home again, or maybe they've finished up in the office. I saw a thing online the other night. Someone tweeted that they did a, a Simon Christmas jumper day with 40 people on Zoom in about 15 or 16 different countries. And it looked great. They'd run these big screens in the corner of the room and they were all wearing a Christmas jumper. You could do it that way. Or you could just have the couple of you that are sitting around the table in your Christmas jumpers. What you need to do is get on to CorkSimon.ie. They will give you a pack uh, as to how to fundraise and how to donate. And then just let's get together one more time and help us to fight homelessness in Cork here at Cork's 96FM by joining forces with CorkSimon.ie for the Christmas Jumper Day. 1850-715-996. Listen, the Piercing Hurling and Football Club have been on to ask us to tell you that the uh, due to COVID and government restrictions, our bingo on Thursday nights is cancelled and back Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. This is beyond our control. We hope to see all patrons back on that date. In the meantime, the Pearshig wish you all a merry and safe Christmas and a very happy new year. And happy to mention that. 
And look, if you've anything doing over the next couple of days, either on Christmas Day or around Christmas or something that's cancelled or something that you can't notify anybody else about, pop us an email, opinion at 6am.ie, that's the best way. Ah, uh, yeah, there's loads. Uh, yeah, that video that was going around Carrigaline at the week, from Carrigaline, I got two or three different angles on it. Onabwe Car Park, uh, Carrigaline at the weekend. So just horrible, thuggish, loutish, nasty behaviour. No justification for it whatsoever. Uh, we have asked the guy at the press office for some information. They haven't been back to us just yet. But... Where do we get, where did I, I leave that? Yeah, Martin Bear is so mad at the carry-on. The disrespectful way those thugs went against the guards. I hope they have the book thrown at them. If one of them were mine, I'd break their legs. <laughs> we can't comment on that or endorse it, Bear, but I know where you're going. Yeah, their video going around of uh, scenes from the Onabwee car park in Cargilline Saturday night. Just absolutely hideous. Remember... At Christmas Eve, all sorts of Santa magic going on. The great man in the big red suit and the sleigh is going around to every little boy and girl in the world to bring their Christmas presents. Demand your flight restrictions or COVID compliance for Santa. It's all Santa magic. He does the whole lot. But he also, by virtue of Santa magic, broadcasts live from the sleigh here on Cork's 96FM on Christmas Eve from 8 o'clock as we count down to the big day. Santa takes over Cork's 96FM live from the sleigh only on Cork's 96FM. 1857-15996. Now, last minute shopping. We're talking about the benefits of vouchers and there's some people talking about them. Actually, these vouchers that sort of, the value trickles away from them. I didn't think that was allowed anymore under the law. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe they're still able to do it. But Lorraine O'Neill, a personal shopper. Uh, <laughs> hi, Lorraine. Good morning, PJ. Good you? morning. Very good. Thank you. Good to speak with you, Lorraine. It's been a while. You too. Now, Absolutely. The personal shopper. It is only the poshest of us can afford a personal shopper, isn't it? No. You see, that's an illusion. Personal shopper. It's it's something that's evolved over the last number of years. But in my case, it's that you could actually give people that personal service at no added cost. And it's directing people in, the, I suppose, this time of year more than anything. People get a bit, it's like being startled at, tra- at the lights. Yeah. Where to go, what to get, and especially, no disrespect, but men aren't sure what to buy for their partners. So personal shopper can help you, whether it's just choosing a gift for your wife or for your friend, whether it's choosing your outfit and not quite sure with your body shape what to get. So, you know, it can tick a lot of boxes, PJ. And it's really, there's there's no cost in my case. It's just that within my business, obviously, I would direct people towards clothing that I may have, but it's really just helping them to make sure they make the right choices. Your own brand is Lifestyle Club. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, it's L Lifestyle, so it's L for Lorraine. Um, Lifestyle, because as you know, over the years, I've been involved in anything from little events, bringing people together, and then also clothing. My background would be hospitality and retail. So under the umbrella of that, I've combined it, and not at the moment, unfortunately, because we can't do events, but in the past and down the line, there will be little events for bringing ladies together. My, our last was a coffee morning for charity um, going back in October, and unfortunately, we had to park them, for, you know, due to restrictions for yeah. now. But El Lifestyle, I'm based in Little Island, and surrounded by nice neighbours and business. 
and it's ladies' clothing. So anything from loungewear to um, no pun, but PJs. We've lovely PJs for Christmas, and uh, and beautiful um, clothing that will take people. I've I've learned over the last two years, it's not all about dressy clothing. So it's anything from loungewear to smart casual, oh, and yeah. something people can go out when they get to go out. Yeah, L- loungewear is huge this season, and it's no huge. wonder because we're going to be spending hours on the couch just watching telly and eating chocolate. We've nothing else to do over Christmas. You know? Absolutely, you may as well look good when you're doing it, you know. And, like, and even with that, it it's is. True. And you know, it's loungewear that you can wear inside the house or outside the house. That's vital, you know. We're, we're asking people, Lorraine, about vouchers, and there's a kind of a divided opinion. Some people think, yeah. myself and Fiona would be of the view that if you give somebody a voucher, you're kind of, I would say, kind of empowering them because you're saying, right, here, I want you to go ahead and get something for yourself, and you buy what you want, and here's my voucher to help you do that. Others say, ah, oh, God, no, that's a, a lazy man's load. Would you not think and plan a little bit? Where do you come on that one? Yeah, you know, I used to be the god no, and I spoke to Fiona about that um, just before I came on air. But you know, I really think now more than ever, it's it's supporting local and shopping local and trying to put the money back into whether it's your community or your city. You know, we have to look after each other. So what I think with the vouchers, PJ, I love getting a voucher for what you know a store where you can buy what you want, yeah. or for ladies, it's what you like, clothing or going to your local restaurant. But I think it might be nice if, say, it was for your local pharmacy, put in a little lipstick with it, put a bit of thought into it. You know, women like a tangible gift as well. So it's no harm to kind of dress it up or go that little bit more. If you're if you're giving a voucher for hospitality, maybe put something else, some a little surprise in with it. I'm all about the packaging. All about the packaging and presentation. Do you know, people sit down on say the 1st of November or sometimes even they sit down earlier than that and they write out a list they have mm. wife brother ma'am dad sister friend and they write down a list and they're all organised yeah. the first week in November and they are running yes. around like blue arse flies mm. at lunchtime on the 23rd of December it, yeah. it just happens doesn't it it is, and I don't. I don't think that'll ever change. But I do think there's benefits to it. I mean, if you look around now, this week in particular, all retail are going into sale, so you know they will get more of a bargain. And you know, sometimes if you shop too early, it's happened to me in the past. I'll buy gifts maybe in October, and then you forget what you've got for people, and you can do that double gifting thing, you know. So I think it's no harm to make your list again this week. I say to people, don't panic. You know, the shops are open. They're open longer and later. And the offers are there. And I and I can't stress enough to try and think of your locality. Yeah. Like for where you live, start where you live, look at your local shops and work out from there. And, you know, I think it's been very challenging times for people. Look at the people who've the courage to be in business on their own yeah. and try and support these people because we want these people to last. We want our communities to thrive. And, you know, I think with a little help, help, help each other, you know, it's key. Yeah. And especially this time of year, if people need help, all they do is turn to their local shops. They're the people who put that extra touch into packaging your gifts mm. you know and really you know I, I just for me it, it's about your, your locality and, and shopping local PJ yeah. and take the stress out of it I say to people don't panic sometimes you the can stress shop is half in, the fun of it but uh, Lorraine well I suppose so lastly in 10 seconds where can people contact you if they need your help 
Absolutely. Little Island. So it's go on to Facebook, L Lifestyle Club. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have a website. They can drive by. My service is personal. We deliver. We have a drive by service or they can call by and try. And flexibility is key. What I would say, and I've said it to our customers, they can call me anytime on my mobile and I will meet people here anytime, whether right. it's late in the evening, because people, well, I think it's very important. PJ, I have ladies who are working and they can't get to the shops until late in the evening. They want, they don't want to be surrounded by people. So they'll come in here and I do a sip and shop. I'm very, you see the hospitality, PJ? There you they go. can sip Prosecco, sip the Prosecco and try all the clothes. There you, I, so, listen, yeah, I can see, so, yeah. People crawling out of the place at two o'clock in the morning. I can just see it happening. Lorraine, listen, thank you. <laughs> thank you, PJ. Thanks a lot. Have a happy Christmas uh, to you and all those around you. That's Lorraine Honey. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call in person or call them now. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie The lines are live. And we're ready to talk. Can we just talk? Call 1850-715-996. Text or WhatsApp 083-396-9696. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. On Cork's 96FM. Is it just me or is it way too warm for the 21st of December? Way too settled for the 21st of December. I really wish it... I, I, I want frost and snow and ice and frozen windscreens and slippy footpaths. I want that because it feels like December. This feels like early spring out there today. I have a picture actually from a couple of years ago that I took uh, on the Southlink Road <clears throat> of daffodils breaking through on the 22nd of December. Now, it's not quite that warm this year, but this thing is December is just too warm. These And maybe that's half the reason that there's so many, apart from the dreaded lurgy, the COVID, there's so many colds and coughs and chest infections and laryngitis and sinus infections. There's so much of that stuff around because the weather is too warm. I hate it. I was out the back yesterday. We we got real posh in Coogan Towers this year. I've done something I wanted to do for years. I've put all the lights on remote controls. Hey, it's not that expensive. You can do it for about 30 quid. But I put all the lights on remote controls. I was out the back yesterday putting up another set uh, to tie them in to the system. I was out the back in me in my short sleeves at four, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Just daft like. Daft. However, it is what it is, I guess, weather-wise. There'll be no white Christmas. You can't white Christmas in this in this nice, soft, too soft weather. On vouchers, uh, do you like to get them? Do you like to give them? I love to get a voucher. Uh, I really do, because it, it just... I, <laughs> I use the word... I think it's empowering. If you give someone a voucher, you're saying, OK, I trust you to make your own choices. There's a great big shopping centre there. Go in and buy anything you like, because here's what I want. You know, I, I, I want you to have this. I want you to have something, but I want you to choose it. The other side of the coin is, well, you know, I couldn't be bothered me, Barney, looking around for you. So I gave you that and take it away and spend it. I don't really care what you do. I don't go with the second one. I, I like the, the first plan. Vouchers are good, says this message, but more and more businesses now aren't accepting the all for ones. I was speaking to friends who work in retail. They say it takes ages for them to get paid when those vouchers are actually used. 
Phil, I love vouchers. There's a great opportunity to do some shopping in the sales after Christmas. And happy Christmas to all. Same to you, Phil, and thanks. On email, herself in the UK arranged the most amazing hamper from the rowdy foodie in the market, delivered a few days ago, full of Irish-made useful goodies, all made in Cork. Beautiful place, the rowdy foodie. Another time, I got a boots voucher, treated myself to stuff I really needed. You can treat yourself to a lot of engine tests, I suppose. <laughs> I sent her Marks and Spencer's voucher in Christmas, registered post. Although it's euro, it'll be converted to sterling. I discovered that this year when I visited the store in Cork, it's handier than any e-voucher. Thanks for that. Francis, this is coming up. The one-for-all vouchers start to lose value after a year. They take one forty-five a month and they charge €8 euro then to restore the voucher. Me to you vouchers hold their value two years and they don't charge to restore. According to the All for One website, they can be spent free of charge for 12 months. After that time, a monthly charge of one forty-five is deducted until the card balance reaches zero. Why? Why would that happen? We're aware some of our customers were inconvenienced by the reduced range of places where they could spend their gift card. As a result, one for all is providing a full refund of the monthly charges applied to anyone who advises they were unable. But hang on a while now, right? Why? Okay. I buy a 50 euro voucher or a 100 euro voucher for somebody, right? And I have paid cash for that voucher. This is the bit, I just don't get this, right? So I pay 50 or 100 quid for a voucher for somebody. And they can take it away and they can spend it. And after a year, that voucher's trickling down and down and down and down and down. And eventually it's scrubbed unless you decide to... If I put a hundred quid in cash on the table, that's not going to get less valuable. That's not going to be worth 99 euro, then 98 euro, then 90... No, it'll be still a hundred. So why? Why do they do that? Uh, Anya loves vouchers, but one for all vouchers begin to lose value after a year. One fifty a month. Why? Can anybody answer that question? One for all explain that it happens, but they don't tell you why. We're getting a lot of stuff on vaccine clinics this morning. Uh, Cork Bio have put up a brilliant list of all of the vaccine clinics that are up right over Christmas and New Year, and I could be all day going through the detail, so I won't. But just to tell you, the City Hall vaccination centre. The only days they're going to be closed between now and the new year are Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and St. Stephen's Day. They're open right up to Thursday evening at 8 o'clock and they're open again on Monday morning at 8 o'clock running right through. You can find out the various cohorts entitled to their vaccines by checking out the HSE website. Nikki says I dropped into the Cork City Hall Centre for my booster jab in and out in nine minutes flat. Uh, now, Dr. Ron Glynn, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer, has been saying that incidence has begun to rise sharply in those aged 16 to 34, and it will spread to other age groups. This is because the Omicron infection is coming. And to Professor Christine Losher, who's been on the show with us a few times, a lot of this age group took just the one-shot Janssen. So surely there's enough evidence there now for them to be prioritised for a walk-in vaccination. There needs to be a priority this has been highlighted now for weeks. We'll come back to that. Also, a report of people trying to pull a scam, or we think trying to pull a scam, in the city centre. I'll get to that in a while. But I'm going to go to Catherine Hallisey. 
for the last time this year. She's been with us many times. She's a regular visitor or regular contributor to the show uh, about making memories at Christmas and building the building the traditions and, and the real meaning of Christmas, which can be lost in twinkly lights and loud music and food and all that. The real meaning can be lost, can't it, Catherine? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Lovely to be here one more time in 2021. And to you indeed. Great to have you. You know, there's an awful lot going on over the next few days and a lot of hopefully fun and laughter and love going on. But it's it's the small things that make big memories, isn't it? Very much so. And I think so many people, um, you know, that you talk to, they're, they're really feeling the pressure these couple of days. And what I would say to anybody listening is forget most of it. Most of it doesn't even matter. It's actually just about just doing what you can to de-stress a little bit so that you can enjoy it. And if you do that, your family will enjoy it much more, much more than having the perfect table settings or the perfect gravy or the perfect stuffing. Yes, those things are lovely, but the pursuit of perfection is so stressful that it can actually take all of the enjoyment. Yeah, there is such a thing as a good enough Christmas. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. There's this concept in parenting. It's called good enough parenting. That's why I brought and it up. <laughs> Thank you so much. What a lovely lead in. <laughs> yeah. So look, the good enough parenting, all the research shows that if you're aiming for perfection in parenting, it's actually quite damaging. It'll be damaging to you, but also your, for your children. It's much, much better to look and say, look, what's good enough? How can I have a bit of fun with my kids today? How can I have a bit of connection? What are the little moments of connection I can sprinkle right throughout the day so that I'm filling their cup at regular intervals? And what that means is when you're filling their cup at regular intervals, they're less likely to be bored and bickering and getting into trouble and demanding your attention. They're actually happier to go off and play so that you can go and um, to your other to-do list, all the other jobs that you feel you need to get done. Mm. So it's not, it's not about spending half an hour or an hour playing. It's brilliant if you have the time to do that. But, you know, not many people have the time to do that right now. It's actually just about thinking, how can I sprinkle little moments in throughout the day? Traditions are, are everything. And I know when sometimes when kids grow up, those traditions tend to, to drift away on the wind. We've kept it going. Like, my kids are 24 now. But one of the things that we'll do Christmas morning as a family. Now, it's getting a bit later than it used yeah. to be. But we'll sit around under the Christmas tree and we'll exchange gifts and then we'll get up and we'll have a big fry for breakfast. We've been doing that since they were two foot high. And it's oh, such important so... to start those, keep those traditions going. Very much so. Like traditions and rituals, they're, they're just routines with added meaning. And because you've been doing it every year, that's the added meaning. It's who you are as a family. And it's not the act of doing it. It's the fact that this is what we do. It's it's a, a bond that's reinforced in the simplicity of it. So it's not about the gifts. It's that you do this. Mm. This is the thing you do. So it doesn't matter whether it's like one of my favorite traditions is um, giving books on Christmas Eve and then sitting around reading them. Yeah. So simple. And but that has added meaning for me. 
So something that is really lovely um, for parents is actually to sit down and write out what are the traditions you would like to continue? And even more important, what are the traditions you would like to let go of? And that's an interesting category. What would that be? Well, there are some traditions, there are some things that people do because that's the way it's always been done. But it can be that pressure and it might be something that you do unthinkingly. It might be that you feel you have to get together with everyone on Christmas Day, but it leads to a lot of pressure. What might be nicer for you is to do something on Christmas Eve and just have a chill out day on Christmas Day. For other people, it's the getting together is what really fills their cup. So it's being more intentional about what is going to help you have true family fun and connection with your kids this Christmas season. And I really do advise people to think of it as a season. It's not just the day. Oh, you know, Catherine, the people that I, thankfully there are none of them in my life, but the people that I really don't like are the ones who you'll salute in the street on Christmas Day Happy Christmas, Mrs. Murphy. And she goes, it is all over now for another year, thank God. I hate those people. (laughs) I hate those people. Because you love Christmas, don't you? Oh, listen, I'm talking about it since August, for goodness sake. I know, I'm following on your Instagram and the Christmas trees and everything. Yeah, Yeah, I, I do love it as well. And look... I suppose the other thing, you know, today's winter solstice and people can have lots of complicated feelings about Christmas, depending on your own hopes and dreams, your own childhood. Maybe you've lost someone. There could be financial pressure. So, you know, if you're like full of the joys of the season, that's okay. And if you're not, that's okay too. And I do think that today is really symbolic because, you know, we've got the, the shortest, darkest days of the year. But we know that light and bright is on its way. Yeah. I think there's something so magical about the 21st and the fact that it happens on Christmas week. I think it's really special. So like one of my traditions is on um, the 21st, we light candles in the morning and then have a campfire in the evening just to bring that light. And this is what I mean about extending the celebration, extending the rituals to the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you can you can do sim- small, simple things and lots of them rather than big flash party. And moreover, when we've had such a tough old year and we're still restricted in what we can do, the small, simple things are the nicest. Very much so. And I really like that um, to have lots of little rituals that don't cost anything. Mm. And, you know, especially with the children, you know, we can have this idea that they're all about the presents and we can make it all about the presents. And yes, of course, gifts are lovely. They're, you know, they're, they are lovely. But for children, it's around the excitement. It's around the magic. Like I, I will always start off on 1st of December saying, now, apart from gifts, what's your favorite part of Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I get the kids to brainstorm what is, you know, their favorite parts of Christmas. And I'm writing those down and then I'm trying to sprinkle those down in, in throughout our time for the next six weeks. So among your own kids, Catherine, what, what, like, I, I forget what age is there again. What are the favorite things that you've discovered? Yeah, so mine are uh, five up to 11. Oh, so the Ferris wheel is always the biggest one and glow. 
and um, meeting up with my parents, actually meeting up with the grandparents, the cousins, um, all of that. Like that's all really special. And even for um, for the 21st, my son carved a candle for my in-laws. He, he just, you know, got a stick and carved it. You know, I suppose just the, the symbolism of the light and the hope. So it's very, very simple things like that, you know, making cards. And really, I think it's just the, the very basic thing, like lying under the Christmas tree and looking at the lights, mm. you know, going out for a drive and seeing um, all the lights on people's houses. Except that. what happens to me, we don't we don't have any lights outside. So when we're driving along, they're like, everybody has lights outside but us. So I must get my act together for next year. Yeah, we, we, and, I, um, I was just saying, I, I decided to remote control all mine this year. Now I'm 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 six again. Like <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. And again, but that's about the symbolism of the light. Yeah. So we have the darkness and look. Let's face it; it's a tough old time, especially in the news this week. Yeah. So the more we can bring these simple moments in, the better. And actually, I put together a list now, you know, people are probably so frazzled. They're like, how can I come up with a list of simple things now? So if that's you, don't worry, I've got you covered. I put together a list that that people can use for inspiration. And it's not that you go through this and it's a tick list that you have to get everything done. They're just ideas there, you know, like a, a Christmas movie night. Well, my top tip for Christmas movie night is actually get a list of movies beforehand. Check that you have them, whether you're using Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever, to be sure that the movie that you want to watch is on there so you're not standing in front of the telly all fighting over what movie to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the same thing, you know, with games night, you know, having having a couple of games there. You know, very and another lovely one that I introduced last year is actually sitting in front of the fire and saying, um, what's one thing you want more of? And one thing you want to let go of. Mm-hmm. So, and then we put the thing you want to let go of into the fire. Okay. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just introducing reflection and appreciation in into life. Just can, very simple little things. Like, nearly 30 items on that big long list. Where can we find it, Catherine? Oh, I have it on my website. So it's catherinehallacy.com forward slash Christmas. So that's, I'll just spell my name. It's H-A-L-L-I-S-S-E-Y. So catherinehallacy.com forward slash Christmas. But you can just check my Instagram anyway. You know, if if you can find it, just hop onto my Instagram there and you can just message me. You have, uh, I tell you something, I've been reading it this morning and don't be surprised if I knock at your front door. (laughs) It sounds like Christmas (laughs) is a great time in your house. It's so simple now. Like I was talking to Fiona there before coming on and we were talking about all the hustle and bustle and getting the house ready and stuff. And I say to my husband, my family know what our house is like. They're here every day of the year. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect on Christmas Day. They're not like people who are going to forget what it's like every other day. So just the big the big message, I think, really is just chill out. out. The best gift, the best gift you can give your family is actually to reduce the stress so that you can be more present and have more fun. Time. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Like all the rushing and racing, like what's it for? Catherine, have an absolutely beautiful Christmas and we'll talk in 2022. 
And you too, PJ, Cheers. and to all your wonderful listeners as well. Thanks all a lot. That's Ka- Catherine Hellasy, child psychologist, with us frequently on the opinion line. Now. Thank you so much, Catherine. Actually, speaking of the Christmas lights, I was driving over the other night to collect my daughter from work. She works over in the, the veterinary centre in Abbeville there, and we were driving over to collect her. And I was going through Ballyfihan, and they, they really are making a special effort in Ballyfihan this year to best each other on who's got the most lit up garden and honest to God I'd say some of them are visible from the International Space Station and you know what it is brilliant Can we just talk The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM With McCarthy Insurance Group Call them now for motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance CMIG.ie we're playing all your favourite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's 96FM. With your local mace, making it a Christmas full of smiles. TikTok tunes. Throwbacks. Collabs. Most streamed 2021. The top five at five countdown. I'm Join us all next week for a different Top 5 at 5 countdown every day on Cork's 96FM. Hear five of the biggest hits from 5pm. With Kiri's Motor Group for a massive selection of new and used cars in Cork. Book your appointment now at kiri's.ie. Only on Cork's 96FM. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Text or WhatsApp now. 083 96 96 96. On Quartz 96 FM. Dana or Dana. It's not about vouchers. Why do vouchers lose their value? Because money loses its value. You soon will be paying 50 quid for an ice cream. Cheers, happy Christmas. You see, Dana, there is, or Dana, there is and there isn't truth in that. Like 50 euro on the counter today, that 50 euro note on the counter is worth 50 euro today. Come back to it next year, it's still worth 50. Come back to it in five years time, it's still worth 50. You might not be able to buy the same amount with it but that's not the same thing. We're talking about it being worth 48 euro, 46 euro, 45. I don't know why that happens with vouchers, but thank you. 1850-715-996 Now, one of the most impressive of our pre-Christmas guests on the programme uh, last year was a man who was supposed to be on with me for three or four minutes and we ended up having quite a long conversation. His name is Peter and last year he came on to me after I spoke with Michael Gearan at Tiochwara about people struggling with addiction at Christmas and I think Peter you were coming up at that stage to your first Christmas in quite a while uh, off the drink and you were a bit worried about getting through it but I think you got through it okay in the end did you? Good morning. Morning, Peter. How are you, boy? Good. How are you getting on? I'm getting on very well, thank God. Thank God, all's good today. I was getting laughing there, listening to you about gift vouchers and stuff, and you went to it a couple of times there, I want, I want, I want. Yeah. And I was laughing. There was a phase of the year I went through, and i done that, I wanted this and I wanted that. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And a member of... A member pulled me aside and he says to me, he says, what did you go on this program for? And I says, to be sober. I wanted to be sober. And he says, and what are you today? And I says, sober. So, you know, when I can't want for too much. I, I want to be sober today. And thank God, with the grace of God, I'm sober today. How long are you sober now, Peter? You know, so, it's kind of, I'm not knocking people. We all want things in life. But I'm lucky, to, I'm lucky today to have that, you know, and mm. I'm grateful to have that today. How long, how long has it been now? Please, God, no, uh, the 8th of January now, please, God, it'll be two years. Good boy. Good boy, well done. Because well, I know again, ta- going back, but going back, you see, I talk a lot of recovery now because I'm involved in recovery. You have to be around recovery, you know, especially this time of the year as you're talking about and stuff. And there was a poor man sent in a message yesterday how he was 18 years away from it. That's right. And he took a drink. And funny enough, I was talking to a good, I was with a good friend of ours, uh, Dave O'Connor there, a while back up in... Uh, Shoot distributors. I know Dave well, yeah. And I was talking to a man outside, and I didn't know he was in recovery. Mm. And we got talking, and he, next thing he was in recovery a long time, and he says to me, he says, Peter, look, he says, it's not the length of time that you're away from the last drink, he says. It's how close you are to the next one. Wow. And that stuck to me. That still sticks to me to this day, you know. And it just goes to show when that man phoned in yesterday to say he was 18 years away from a... We have to be on our guard with this, you know, with this disease, it's, it's this illness, like, you know? Yeah. So you're two years so, You're two years on the 8th of January. And please, God. Good man, good man. But you can understand, I like that, I always say, when I read a message like that, and I suppose I'm probably applying too much, too much of what I might think it sends to, like, if you're 18 or 19 or 20 years away from the drink, you don't need a drink anymore. Or am I wrong there? It's not, I, I don't think, I don't know, did we ever need it? I don't yeah. think we ever needed it. It was just, a, it's an illness. Yes. I don't think we ever needed it. Yes. And then, of course, it plays on your mind in that you do need it, that you can't function without it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just the spirals and spirals and spirals. And then, of course, deceiving, lies, hurt comes in, and then nobody likes to be hurt, so nobody can admit it. Yeah. No. So it's very, very hard to break the circle then, you know? Yeah. This time last year, Peter, you were telling me about rebuilding bridges. How's that going for you? It's going good. Obviously, I don't talk much about it. Uh, my kids, they text me from time to time. and There's a bit of a relationship, just obviously more than what it was, you know? Good. But it's going to take time, and all, all I can do is just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And again, they're lucky. Again, I have a lot to be grateful. I, I think it's just thinking there again, you know? Of things and stuff, and people say, geez, you're doing great, you're doing great. But it's not just me. There's mothers out there 
who stood by their husbands, who stood by their their sons, their partners out there, who looked after the kids and stuff like that, you know what I mean? We've a lot to be grateful for. They kept the families together and, you know, they kept their kids healthy and kept them going and stuff. It's tough, like, when there's addiction involved in it, it's very tough on everyone, that's, uh, your loved ones, you know? Mm. So, I mean, there's, I have the high respect for anyone that can come back for it and for the families. The families, your family will always be there, but mm. you got to reach out... Like, the air will show you the way, but it won't carry you. You, ha- you have to work on this too, like, you know, it works both ways, like, you know? Yeah, that's an interesting way but of putting it. They'll show you the way, but, but they can't, they, and they'll help you to walk it, but you got to walk it yourself. Yeah, they'll just show you the way, like, but they, they won't carry you. Yeah. You know? You, you've you got to put the work in, like. Mm. So there's great support. It's brilliant. And another thing, like, I just talked about the people, like, again, like I said, I met up in suits that suits distributors. That was only just a one-off. Addiction is rampant everywhere around the world. Yeah. But so is recovery. So is recovery. Yeah. I can go through town and I can meet smiling faces of people in recovery and they can tell how are you today? And if they're struggling, they'll tell you they're struggling. Yeah. And you sit and you talk, if they're having a great day, they're having a great day. It's, it's just, it's a great feeling. Again, I heard a meeting a while ago, one fellow turned around and I loved it. He says, hey, alcoholics got him sober. Alcoholics keep me sober in the meetings, in the rooms, when they're doing so well and when they're struggling to understand, you know. Yeah. We, nobody understands us. We understand We understand each other. Yes. You know. That's nobody very important too. Paid. That's very important too because I think until, I reckon, and I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky, Peter, as I said to you before and I've often said to my listeners, I love a drink. I absolutely love a drink, and I love. Good for you. But and but I'm I'm very very lucky in that I can put it away, and I can't imagine well, what it must be like to not be able to put it away. Well, that, that's great. I feel like I'd love to have one drink, but I never I never went and had one drink. Yeah, I, I never had one drink. You couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Yeah. So I can't take that one drink. It's uh, end of, and every yeah. alcoholic will tell you that. Yeah. You pick up the first one. Oh, thank God. And and that's I what I mean. That it's that road. understanding that you know. Alcoholics are what keep you sober because you know what's you you they they're the help because they're there with you they're fighting it along the way with you they're struggling with you. They are, and it's about hope. It's about strength and hope. You know, they share the stories, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. You know, and all you can do is you pray from it. It doesn't. The A book isn't all about religion. Yes, religion comes into it. Not every step is about religion and stuff yeah. like that. So if people tell you this and people tell you that, it's it's not about that. And people say that that they can't go because it's religion. They don't understand religion. It's not that. People tell you they can't go into treatment because the world will stop. Believe me, by I've been in treatment a couple of times. And nothing stopped. People got on with their lives. Jobs went on. Buildings still went up and stuff like that. Nothing stopped. Mm. It was an excuse I was making, you know what I mean? It's funny, but if you can break that, you're on the road. Tell you're me something, Peter. You know, when you'll get through today now, and I don't know what time you'll put your head down tonight to go to sleep, but someone I was talking to during the week or during the year said to me, that is the mo- the happiest moment of my day when I lie down to go to sleep without ha- and have gotten through a day without a drink. That's That moment will be special always, won't it? It will. Every night, most nights I don't pray. I say, every now and then I'd say a prayer and stuff for my kids and stuff like that, for loved ones or for other people in recovery or whatever it be. 
But in the morning, sometimes I just sit down and have a chat with God. It might sound mad, but it keeps me sober, so mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But in the mornings, I sometimes I'd be walking up to sea, you know, if I walked down McCourton Street and stuff, and it's nearly McCourton Street comes to me, and it's like, right, Peter, what are you grateful today for in the morning? And only a couple of weeks ago, it was, um, it just came to me, me brother. I never had a relationship with me brother. Okay. And I have one today. Oh, that's brilliant. You know, it's just things, I never knew, I was down in my sister's house with two sisters there last week having a dinner. And we were sick, the brother-in-laws and stuff were gone. And we were just sitting there talking, we were laughing. Yeah. I never knew they had a sense of humour. Yeah. You know, all these things, you go in, you want to be sober. You work hard for it. If today I've no desire to drink. I'm doing the right things, I'm keeping it simple. And not only that, that's what I want, I want, I want, I don't want so much. Yes, of course, we all love vouchers and we all love this and we all love that. Mm. But today, I'm after getting other little things. I can sit with myself. I can sit with my family. My family, now, my mother. My mother wouldn't let me into the house a long time ago. And I was laughing. And recently, I was doing a bit of work up there. And she said, Jesus, I must give you the key to the door. And I was going to say to her, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't give to me a long time ago, you know? And I was giggling away to myself, you know? There's little things they do, they happen the whole time. It takes time, but they happen. Small little things. But they're, they're big to us. yeah. You know, they're really big to us. I could go on and on and all that, and that's because the people that I'm surrounded by are with very, very good, good people. Yeah. Really good. They know who they are, like, you know, and would you like to go for game snooker? Would you like this? I had a phone up and one fella texts me the whole time. How are you, brother? Sorry I haven't been in contact and stuff like that. It's just little things like that, you know. It, it, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's good. So what will you do for the for the couple of days? Where will you go for the Christmas? <laughs> I three sisters at home. I have a niece that says, hey, so if I haven't seen her yet, she's just home from Australia. I have to catch up with them, and then uh, I have a choice. I've already made a choice and gone to my sister Rosie's for Christmas Day, but I'll be calling to all of them Christmas Day, and it's great, you know? Mm. It's, 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 it's great. I can actually, it really, do you I know what I can hear, Peter? I can hear a smile in your voice. There is, you know, and I've been smiling for a long time. Now, believe me, through the year, yeah. There was tough times. There was a tough time there recently where there was a there was a loved one lost. Yeah. But because of the the family, no, it's a selfish program we say, right? But because of the family, they thought it was best if I didn't go to the funeral. Okay. Now that hurt. That really hurt. But you have to as selfish it is. You have to respect other people as well. It wasn't about me. It was about the man being handed off to the, to the big man above, and it was. His family's funeral, it was their funeral and stuff like that. And I had to respect their wishes. Now, these are part of the consequences of my past. And I, I went and I done my own little prayer. So they sent a mass card and stuff like that. And I had to hand it over and deal with it. Yeah. So it's not all, it's not all rosy, but you deal with it and you can see, you can see a lot clearer. And, and you've respect for yourself. And you do you, for do other you have help to deal with a tough moment like that? Or do you have to look into yourself? It's funny, I have as much help as I want. Like I said, recovery is everywhere. I'll go out to my meetings, I can I can let it out my meetings. Meetings can be funny, you can go to a meeting with something on your mind and it can change inside in the meeting room. Mm. But I can get most nine out of ten times you come back out of that meeting where you got it off your chest, they'll even give you time at the end of it. You can talk to people afterwards and stuff. I know the COVID now puts a lot of stop to that. But you, you still find time, you have phone calls and stuff like that. People can read you. Mm. They know 
if you're not with, and you can let it out. But I'm lucky. There is times I have to sit with myself. I don't entertain the thought of drink. Drink might come into your head. Mm. I'll talk to it and I'll tell it then to go on away. I know you've said your piece, you know. Yeah. And I'll sit. I'll talk to myself and I say, "Hang on a second now," and I get myself back up again and uh, drive on as this yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and something else that I've heard many times is that like. You might think you're on your own, but there is always somebody that you can reach out and say, I'm in trouble here. There's always somebody who'll drag you through those couple of hours. Do it. I honestly, I'm a firm believer. I was in treatment there before, and it was and Chuck Lever had been very, very good to me. Cone yeah. been very, very good to me. And, like, you're lucky. I can't understand, and I, my hat goes off to people that can get sober on their own, and do you know what? Fair juice to them. Mm. And they might say it's the easy way out. Whatever way out of this, whatever way out of addiction, take it. If you have to go to bed for the day, go to bed for the day. Do whatever you have to do. If you have to phone and wreck someone's head for the day, you do that. If you have to go to a meeting and talk about something that you that day, you think they're going to think silly, say it. Just get it off. Just say it. Say it. Because it only takes, you heard that man yesterday, and only takes one drink. Yeah. And again, you could be very unfortunate that you get yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time, and here it is, people, places, things, and here it is in front of you, and uh, everything, everything that was good in your life is just, unfortunately, it's gone again, and I know people that have worked very, very hard to try and get it back together, yeah. and get it back again, and where do they get it back again? I don't know. Thank God I don't know today if it's the same or not, but I don't want to try that. I don't want to tempt them waters, you know. Well, Peter, I think I think you're fantastic. I think you're a wonderful guy. And it was Michael Michael last year who asked us to chat with you. And listeners just sat up and took notice of you because you are brave. You are such a brave guy for talking so openly. And you mentioned him a couple of times, but uh, our mutual friend, Dave O'Connor from Suits Distributor, contacted me last night. Um, just yeah. to say that you were coming on today and would I send you the best from everybody at Sue Distributors in Ballycreen to applaud you and to applaud everybody in Chakwara. I know they, they gave you some gifts last Christmas after you were on. They did and we had a great Christmas and yeah. now no, I'd say you'll have to put him on the spot. So I'd say he, no, no, hopefully he might have something for the rest of the lads. <laughs> Dave, listen, Dave's, a, Dave's, Dave's a good guy, but he asked me to give you a good mention today uh, and, and to say that they're all proud to know you down there. All right, Peter. Have a great Christmas, fella. You look after yourself. And the same to you and everyone else and all your listeners and Take all care. the lads in recovery and that are trying to get there. I wish them well. All right. One day at a time, eh? That's it, exactly. All right. Cheers, Peter. Thanks, PJ. Happy Christmas, Take mate. care. Look, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And you too, bye. Bye-bye. 1850 7159 Cork's 96 FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call in person or call them now. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie. Access all areas on Cork's 96 FM. Your guide to nightlife on Side. Hi, it's Michael here with an update on Cork's Paula Lambert Puppet Theatre presents Bosco's Garden and Hansel and Gretel for two shows coming to the Everyman Theatre on Sunday, January 20th. Tickets are on sale now 
from the venue's website. Access all areas. Nanny Nelly's Adventures in Pantoland continues at Cork Opera House into January with some tickets left for the extended run. Check out corkoperahouse.ie for further ticket details. Access all areas. Feel free to let us know at Access All Areas if you have a show, play or exhibition coming up or any live streaming events by mailing us at aaa at 96fm.ie. Access all areas. Your guide to nightlife on the side. On Cork's 96FM. Pat the Stig. Ah, Jay, how are you, Pat the Stig? Oh, I want to wish us a happy Christmas. Enjoy listening to the show every morning. Catherine's in Grenada. Wants to wish PJ and the family and all the opinion line crew a happy Christmas. If we didn't have PJ on every day, I'd go off my game. Well, if I'm keeping you sane, there's something serious around with you, girl. <laughs> happy Christmas, Catherine. And Michael. Hello, Michael in South Africa. Listening all the way overseas in South Africa today and all the time. Uh, sorting out Christmas presents is very stressful and then the person might have no mass in them, says Sheila. You get vouchers and then loads of places to close them down. I think kids should be the ones getting presents at Christmas and then we focus on everyone else for their birthday. We could give families a tin of sweets and then make it up for it at their birthday. Yeah, the idea of bringing a tin of sweets and a bottle of wine or whatever to a a house on Patrick's Day for the whole family, I like that. We got into that a few years ago and it just solves so many problems of having to think of who likes that and what are they into. Just, just... uh 1850-715-996. Quick reminder that uh, Christmas Day, Cork's 96 of M wants to bring you a bit closer to those who won't be able to make it home. I'm assuming, for example, that Michael in South Africa won't be here. Join Shane Books from 11 for the Christmas Day Cracker. They want to speak to your nearest and dearest, wherever they are in the world. Pop in an email to reception at 96fm.ie, reception at 96fm.ie. And then it's the Christmas Day Cracker from 11, only on Cork's 96 FM. Is there anybody that you want to say thank you to who made your year in 2021? And I want you to think about it. We're going to run this today and tomorrow. And there's a reason why I want you to think about it. I have something for you. Just landed on my desk, looking at me. Gorgeous, you're going to love it. So tell me the person who made your year it could be a simple thing it could be a big thing they did something for you and they made your year of 2021 1857 or 0833969696 so somebody who did something for you that made your year who they are what they did for you and I have a reason trust me I have a reason more about that in a little while, but uh, let us go to to Dario, um, who has just been making a a documentary about the Italians of the River Lee. And there's a few of them around, but I wasn't too sure how many. Dario, good morning to you. Morning, PJ. It's great to be here. And good to have you. You've just brought out this new documentary, The Italians of the River Lee. How many Italians are there in Cork? I'm not sure exactly about the, the number, but definitely the community is growing. There's a there, there's a growing number of people that relocate to Cork and has been relocated to Cork constantly over the last five years. Um, so I can't give you a number. I know that more or less all around Ireland, there's uh, somewhere north of 20,000 Italians living here permanently. And what was the inspiration for the documentary? 
I started this project called the Sicilian Wonder in summer 2020, and it was all about trying to promote and connect Sicily, where I'm from. I'm from Palermo and, and Ireland. And I've always been talking about places and culture. And I've done my first documentary. It was a mini documentary on Spike Island. And I like the experience. So it's kind of longer videos rather than the short ones that I was posting on Facebook and, and YouTube. And this time I said, you know what? I, I want to talk about people more than places. So yeah. the place where it made more sense was to start with the Italian community here. And yeah, that, that, that's what motivated me to start. Yeah. You've got a couple of people featured, like Simone, who's the sommelier at Tayfield Manor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a few different realities now in Cork which are emerging, and, you know, they have uh, kind of very good positions or very good businesses. Uh, Simone, the one, the one you just mentioned, is the head sommelier um, at the Hayfield Manor. Uh, but the, um, I talk also about the the guys at Sicilian Delights by the UCC, which has become a super hot spot for nice. you know anyone in the area, and they do fantastic stuff. Uh, the guys that burned their head chef is is an Italian guy, which teaches people how to make pizza. He's actually the head chef there, so he, he makes pizza if you go to the black market, so you can have a, a real Neapolitan pizza. Yeah, but he's also doing kind of classes to teach how to make. Uh, pizza. Uh, there's Maddalena there, which is she's been living here for over 20 years, and she's a manager in a in a in a big multinational company. So there's there's different realities, and uh, you know, yeah. I, I thought of just saying something about it. Yeah, and we we can get the the documentary on YouTube. You've subtitled it in eight different languages. Correct. Yeah, yeah. and we'll be we finding it yeah. just by just by looking and searching for the Italians of the River Lee. Uh, I think you can try that, or uh, probably the best shot is to look for my channel, The Sicilian Wanderer, and you know you you can get it there. So right. I'm I'm on YouTube and Facebook. Right, The Sicilian Wanderer. I love that name. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> do Do any of them ever miss home? I mean, Christmas is a time when people want to be home, or is Cork home now for them? Well, that's 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 the main question. That's the key question of the documentary. Uh, pretty much all of us, we, we all love Cork, and Cork is home, as you were correctly saying, so Cork has become home. Uh, most of the people in the documentary would have kids, and kids go to school, so they have their life is here. But do they ever miss Italy? Do they ever consider going back? What's their relationship like with Ireland and with Italy? So that's the question uh, around the documentary, and that's what they say. Some do, some don't. Okay. And they all have, you know, the right reasons for it. Okay. Well, listen, uh, we look forward to having a look at that over the holidays. The Sicilian Wanderer. Search for it and you'll find his channel and you'll find his social media. Dario Caschio. I hope I have the name right. From Sicily. Thank you. 1850-715-996. Yeah, a little surprise for you coming up. We've just managed to land them. Uh, you want to say thank you to somebody? I'd prefer you to be on the air with me or send me a nice WhatsApp voice note. But if you really want to say thank you to somebody, I'll tell you why you might want to after the news. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call them now for motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance. CMIG.ie Can we just talk? 
Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Text or WhatsApp now. 083-396-9696. On Cork's 96FM. Nothing beats watching someone unwrap a Clayton Hotels gift card where they'll find romantic dates, family breaks, heavenly sleeps, delicious treats, cocktails, yes please, afternoon teas, swimming pool dips, gym memberships, luxury spa days, simply amazing stays and 48 fabulous hotels across Ireland and the UK. This Christmas, give the gift of wonderful experiences. Buy your gift cards now at claytonhotels.com. Cork's 96FM weather with Audi Cork, Bandon Road Roundabout. Find an Audi to suit every driver for 221 with petrol, diesel, hybrid and electric options. AudiCork.ie Another dull and cloudy day today with occasional bright spells staying largely dry but there will be isolated patches of drizzle. The current temperature is 8 degrees. You're now up to date on the home of the best music mix, Cork's 96FM. The lines are live. And we're ready to talk. Can we just talk? Call 1850-715-996. Text or WhatsApp 083-396-9696. Email opinion at 96fm.ie. The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. On Cork's 96FM. Okay, uh, Christmas week means that we got to do things quickly. And we got to get your contributions to help us with that. So the very nice people at Super Value have been on to us with five of their signature taste hampers full of the very best of food and drink for the festive season. I have five of them to give away across today and tomorrow to be delivered by the Street Fleet on Thursday. And thanks to Super Value for that. How we want to do it is we want to give the gift of giving. So you will not be asking for a hamper for yourself. You'll be asking for a hamper for somebody who did something special for you, who made your year. And you want to say thanks to them. And you've not had a chance to do it or not had an opportunity. It could be something really small that meant a lot. It could be something that you thought went forgotten or they thought went forgotten but it wasn't. So we'll do it today and we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do two today and three tomorrow. I five of them. We'll get them delivered by the street fleet on Thursday. So get about thinking that person you'd love to say thank you for making your year. We'd ideally love you to come on and tell us the story and mention them by name. But it's the gift of giving. So you're not looking for something for you. It's better to give than receive, as they always say. So you're not looking for something for you. You're looking for something for somebody who did you a nice turn. Doesn't matter what it was during the year. And as I say, five beautiful signature taste hampers from our good friends at Super Value over today and tomorrow. So get thinking, get communicating. We'll do two today and we'll do three tomorrow. So text to WhatsApp 083 396 96 96 or email opinion at 96fm.ie. Pop us a voice message. Uh, if you would, or indeed, maybe you take a call and come on. We'd love to have you come on and tell us the story. In fact, you have a better chance of winning the hamper for somebody if you come on and tell us the story. A little bit of bribery and corruption there, I know, but that's that's just how it is. 1850-715-996. As we prepare for the Christmas dinner on Saturday. And look, do you know what? It is the most over-organised dinner of the entire year, says he who barely 
peels a carrot. I am useless in the kitchen. I have the only achievement I have in the kitchen is never having killed anybody. That's my only achievement in the kitchen. And the Queen Bee does a marvellous job, though, on, on Christmas dinner. Let us go down, though, to Lazard Estate in Skibbereen and chat with Chef Alex Pettit. Alex, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me. How are you? Very good. Can you get that phone a bit closer to your... To yeah, your... is it better now? That's a little bit better, yeah. It's a little, it's a little bit dull. We'll try and get as close to the mouthpiece as you possibly can. Organization... Right, your house is now? That's much better. Organisation is key for the Christmas dinner, isn't it? Planning. It is, it is, it is indeed. And I think a lot of people get very, you know, uh, scared and stressed about uh, cooking for a lot of people. But I think the most, the most important thing is really try and think ahead and plan. Um, so like, like, you know, you need to think of how much uh, space you have for cooking, like your stove, your oven, and how much can you actually fit in there? Because there's no point in trying to do 10 hot dishes if you can only cook three at a time because everything is going to be ruined for you. So like, um, the, like starter now, a good thing to be doing would be try to maybe stick to cold stuff. Maybe a really nice sharing platter with some deeps and some nice bread, some lovely spiced beef. Now we have lovely one from Ross Cavalry, or you can get one from... Uh, Tom Dorkin in the market, which is uh, an absolute institution. Uh, maybe a really nice kind of fish platters and fish patties. You know, something that we just take the pressure off a small bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, is there and stuff you can that, prepare and set aside, Alex? This, yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, then in the oven, you know for a fact that you're going to have your turkey going in, you're going to have your ham glazing nicely, and then you're going to have your roast potatoes. So how much more space do you actually have in there? Maybe some sites could be some really lovely red cabbage cooking slowly on the stove that doesn't need to go in the oven, some Brussels sprouts that can be just pan-fried with some bacon, um, some butternut squash that will be roasting slowly in the frying pan, um, that kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't have to all go into the oven. Okay. Okay. Um, the, the turkey, of course, we have a tendency, I think, in this country, Alex, to overcook the turkey. Yeah, I think I, I, think I, I would definitely, that's true. Um, my mother-in-law is the one that would always be cooking the turkey at home. She does an amazing job, but for a fact, the turkey will be in, in the oven by half six in the morning, and we probably wouldn't be eating until half two in the afternoon. Yeah. So, I, I, look, I, I think the key to the turkey is to take it out of the, the, the fridge an hour before you cook it, just so it becomes to room temperature. And then after that, you'll be talking 15 to 20 minutes per pound of uh, of meat, including the stuffing that you put in there. That's very important because the stuffing that goes in the turkey obviously is going to be well inside the turkey and it's going to take a bit longer for the temperature to reach through. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it, and it, it, it happens, Alex, to the best of it, like that there is a point of where the bird is fully cooked and perfect and even yeah. a couple of minutes more and the damn thing is as dry as a bone. How can, how can it you... Would, s- but I think... It, you need to let it rest an hour after the oven. Yeah, so when, when it comes out of the oven, you put a nice bit of tin foil above it, and what's going to happen is all the steam that's going to come out of the turkey is going to be actually stuck inside the tin foil and come back on top of the meat, do you know? That'll keep it nice and, keep it nice and moist. It would, it would, it would, Brilliant. absolutely. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, yeah. And then the key to the, the, the actual Christmas day itself is to do as much prep as you can the day before. You really want to enjoy Christmas morning with the kids opening the presents um, and you want to have as much done beforehand. So like for us, for like at home on Christmas Eve, I'll have all my vegetable peeled. I'll have all my, my vegetable cut. I'll have my stuffing already, uh, my turkey already stuffed with the stuffing. The stuffing will be made. My red cabbage will be sliced. 
my Brussels sprout will be blanched. And literally all I have to do on Christmas Day is to try and enjoy the cooking process and not having to peel everything and to try and rush through the whole dinner. Yeah, yeah. Preparation is, is everything. Having it. And then, of course, like you think, you think, right, you're giving up time on Christmas Eve, but you're saving time on Christmas Day. And is Christmas Day not the best day of having the time for? Isn't it just? Isn't it just? It is. What is the thing you can, what is brining a turkey? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so brining a turkey is something that we've started doing in Ireland, I'd say probably maybe 10 years. It's starting to become trendy a bit. And the beauty of brining is to push the turkey into a salty water, which is going to break down the proteins and make it more tender and more juicy. So if you wanted to do that, you need to think about uh, 50 grams of salt per liter of water, and you need your turkey to be fully covered. And within that, then you can add whatever you'd like. So if you like orange slices, if you like, uh, you can put lemon slices, you can put some spices, cinnamon sticks, taranis, and you leave that overnight, minimum 12 hours. Mm. The following day, then you take it out and you make sure it's well and dry, and then she can go into the oven. But if you do that, then you'll have to reduce your cooking time slightly because the meat has been salted, therefore it's going to cook faster, mm. and you do not add any more salt to your turkey before it goes to the oven. Mm. Is there a danger yeah. it could taste salty? It could taste salty if you add more salt to it, but if you do it to the 50 grams per liter of water, which sometimes can be tricky, and, you know, it can be dumped in sometimes. I think what I said to people for Christmas Day, you do not want to try something that you haven't done before. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Day is not the day to be starting uh, reading a book with a recipe that you don't know and you've never tried, and more likely with the stress, you're going to end up with something that doesn't look like what it looks like in the book. Do you know? <laughs> That's very um, good. How, how will you but spend then there Christmas? Is a couple of, Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. There's a couple of staples that I think people need to take on, like um, cranberry sauce. You know, I, I, I love cranberry sauce, and a lot of people would bite into the jar. But in fact, a cranberry sauce is, can be made up to four days in advance, and will take about 35 minutes to make. You literally get a packet of cranberries, third of the weight of those cranberries into brown sugar, a dash of orange juice, small bit of spices of your choice, cinnamon, star anise, nutmeg, and you let that cook nice and slow for about 45 minutes until it becomes nice and thick. Hmm. And this is it. That's done. It sounds like it's got a nice tang off it. It does. And you know what? It's much more flavorsome than the stuff that you buy in jars sometimes, you know, and, and it can be something that you can be proud of that you've made yourself. Fantastic. So how will you spend the day mm-hmm. yourself, Alex? Will you cook the dinner at home yourself? Oh, I will. Yes. Yeah. So I usually get in, I'm in charge of all the sides and I'm in charge of the starters. My wife would be in charge of the dessert and my mother-in-law always every single year will take on the turkey and the ham. Yeah, that's the tradition here. We kind of share the duties, you know, and then we all gather together okay. and we um, we just share that together, yeah. yeah. Well, you have a good family Christmas for you and your family and everybody from Lizard Estate in Skibbereen. Alex Pettit, thank you very much for being with us today. A few days out. Don't try it new. Don't try it you haven't done before, but there's a thing now. Make the cranberry sauce. Make it today. Make it today. Cut the veg up the day before. Stick it all in the, in the fridge. The more you prepare on the day before, the less you'll have to do on the day itself. Said he who can barely peel a spud. 1850-715-996. So that's the idea for you. Uh, we have five of these beautiful, beautiful hampers from Super Value. And it's about giving, not about receiving. So if there's someone you think deserves a hamper to say thank you for something they did for you during the year, just so, and they mightn't even realize how important it was 
We have two today and three tomorrow, thanks to our friends at Super Value. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call in person or call them now. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie. We're playing all your favourite Christmas hits after midday on Cork's 96FM. With your local mace, going the extra smile to make your Christmas special. The Cork Diary. Cork's 96 FM. Toker Athletics Club will be hosting a charity 5K on Monday, the 27th of December, in aid of Cork Mental Health Foundation and Toker AC. Meeting outside Ryan Supervalue Toker, the race begins at 1 pm and will be chipped timed. All levels of runner are welcome to attend. If you have an event you would like mentioned, email Cork Diary at 96fm.ie. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Call us now, 1850 715 996. On Cork's 96FM. Now, we talk a lot about family and enjoying yourself with family and with friends over Christmas. And you know, it's great. Uh, but we also have to be, those of us who are lucky enough to be in that position, we also have to be conscious of those who don't have anybody. Um, I'm thinking, for example, of Stephen, who says, I listen to the show every morning, I'm very lonely, and Brenda Barry and the friendly call crew have made my year very special. Interestingly enough, Brenda is on the phone. Hi, Brenda. Hi, PJ. Thanks for having me on. How Glad are you? How long is friendly call Cork running now? We're we're 10 years this year, actually, um, and we started small enough, but we, we are ringing about 370 people every day to check in and see how they're getting on. And Every day? Yeah, yeah. We have about 70 volunteers at the moment working remotely, and they're ringing in, checking up on people, just making sure they're okay. Mm. Um, and just, just to hear your phone ringing, I suppose, is a big thing for people, you know. Tell me about the history of it. Who set it up? Uh, it was set up and originally in um, through Cork City Partnership. Uh, it was set up in Braun and Braugher. Um, I think what happened was there was a lady passed away and she was there for three weeks, I think, before um, she was found. And it just felt there was a disconnect really within the community, you know. Um, and it was set up and it was easy enough to expand it then. Um, and we've been doing calls, I suppose, every day since, mm. you know. Um, and a lot of our referrals then would come, you know, from public health nurses, from discharge coordinators in hospitals, from social workers, mental health services, GPs, um, means and wheels, age action, you know, loads of different, I suppose, people who work with, with older people or people who might be isolated or alone yeah. uh, would send referrals to us then. And, and then, you know, obviously people that have their permission and stuff like that, and we'd, we'd ring them. It's not a cold calling thing. We don't... We don't pick people randomly sure. or anything like that. It's not um, just elderly people, though, is it, Brenda? No, especially, I suppose, since COVID, you know, things have, have really changed a lot for, for Friendly Call and for, I suppose, for, for people in general. Um, we would a lot, have a lot of people now maybe in their 60s, 50s, 60s, who also feel isolated and alone. They mightn't have family, they might be living on their own. And a lot of the activities or the things they might have been taking part in you know, are on hold and they're on hold and they're back and now they're on hold again. Um, so that the, the shutdowns for COVID, you know, have been very difficult on people. And we find, I suppose, and we know that, that the daily phone call or even three days a week for some people that they just like, you know, someone is checking up with them. Somebody has a bit of empathy and compassion mm. and just, you know, giving them a chance to, to say how they feel or whatever, you know. 
we are talking about, you know, if we have to isolate for five days or ten days, it's yeah. hard going. But there are people out there for whom isolation is the norm. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, COVID has, I suppose, brought that to the fore more so. You know, we would say that there's a lot of people on our service now that should have been with us years ago, that they're so, that they don't see souls from one end of the week to the other, that, you know, they don't have a person to, to link in with or, you know, and COVID has made it more difficult, especially at Christmas time, because I suppose people might have gone to, to cousins or family or whatever for Christmas, but now you know, I suppose family are worried that they might give somebody COVID and the person is also worried that they might get COVID if they visit someone's house or go there for Christmas. So a lot of people who would have, you know, gone to extended family or friends or whatever are not really doing that at the moment, you know, because they feel they're worried that they might get COVID. Yeah. Even and the I one venture out, say, to the neighbour for a no, you know, cup of tea. And you're, done, you're not doing past. it. You're not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not for everybody. I mean, some people are really good and really outgoing, but definitely people aren't getting as much physical exercise. You know, they're not leaving the house as much. They're not going into town to do the shopping as much. You know, um, they're just staying at home a lot more. And and mm. you'd like to be encouraging people to get a bit of exercise and to get out, but you know they are afraid too. You know, so. So if someone wanted to nominate a person for a friendly call or indeed nominate themselves for a friendly call, how do they go about it? Yeah, well, um, just to ring in our phone line, it's uh, 021-430-2310 and Noreen is there on the switch, so she'll take the calls and take the messages and pass them on. Or alternatively, you could send an email, so it's bbarry at partnershipcork.ie. That that number again was what, Brenda? It's uh, 021-430-2310. Two three one zero. Okay, very good. I'll give that out again in a minute. And, and look, I suppose, and I just encourage people, you know, if, if you know somebody's on their own, you know, and, and you're afraid, so look, even if you pass in a Christmas card in the door, which would be lovely, or maybe some home-cooked stuff or whatever, you know, it's just really nice to, to link in. You don't have to invade their space or anything. You don't be worried about that. Even just a Christmas card. Yeah. Put it through the door, you know, for a neighbour or somebody that you know is on their own. Small things make a huge difference, you okay. know. All right. Brenda, continue the great work that you do. It's a wonderful service. and wonderful. Thanks, PJ. It doesn't, it doesn't get half of the recognition I think it deserves, which is why we like to bring you on at times like Christmas. Brenda Barry from Friendly Call, Cork, 021-430-2310. There's someone there now that you can talk to or you can email brenda.barry at partnershipcork.ie. Brenda.barry at partnershipcork.ie. Dot IE or bbarry at partnershipcork.ie. Plenty ways to get in touch. Pages and pages and pages. I'd love my friend to get a hamper. This is from my mom, my sister, my special hero, my daughter, my in-laws, and my pal, uh, someone in a residential care centre. We have loads of them. Uh, my friend who's been my rock loads and loads and loads of them we'll pick two today and three more tomorrow someone who made your year and we want to give the gift of giving so rather than you getting the hamper you're asking for someone else to get the hamper somebody that made your year and it's uh, thanks to Super Value, five beautiful hampers to give us. And we'll get them out with the street fleet on Thursday. So we're giving them away today, two today, three tomorrow. And we'll get them out with the street fleet on Thursday. So 
1850 715996 083 396 Opinion at 96fm.ie. And we'll take your nominations right through the day and right into tomorrow. We'll give away two today before we finish and we'll have three more tomorrow. All right? For somebody else, not for you, give in the gift of giving. You know what they say? To give is better than to receive. Well, we're going to put that into practice right now. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call them now for motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance. CMIG.ie Simon Murdoch and the best music mix. Weekdays from midday on Cork's 96FM. Tinsel is repulsive. Roast potatoes have no place on a plate at Christmas and Christmas jumpers are just tacky. Some of your unpopular festive opinions. More of those today and all your favourite tunes to race you through the afternoon. See you from 12 on Cork's 96FM. Now, everything changed at the weekend when the Taoiseach announced on Friday that because of the situation with COVID, things had to change temporarily. And one of the things affected were the panto because everything has got to be done and dusted and the premises cleared now by 8 o'clock. And of course, when you've gone and sold out, practically sold out a season of panto and then this happens to you at the last minute, what can you do? Catherine Mahan Buckley uh, from Aladdin, the panto at the Everman. Catherine, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. How yeah, are you? I'm good. You've solved the problem, <laughs> Catherine. We did. We did. Thank God. It's we're we're bringing the show to six o'clock in the evening so that all the evening shows can go ahead. Uh, you know, and um, so that nobody will be disappointed. Um, and we did from the start, PJ, uh, we were one of the lucky ones. We budgeted our uh, our intake for our audience to, say, 60% anyway. Yes. So that we were, we were very well clued in. So we're now down to 50 and it will be in pods. And it's very, very safe. Very, uh, you know, I, I would just plead to people of that. And I can tell you, I was coming, and I suppose really why I just drove this to that with Sean and Sophie. I, I, I was coming out on Thursday night and this matured granny was in the audience and she just tapped me and she said, are you involved in the panto? Mm. And I said, yes. And she just said, I've had the most wonderful hour and a half of laughter, song, dance, and thank you for giving me back my life. And I actually felt very emotional about it. And I went, you know, I went home and I said to Ted, we've got to do something. Because, you know, we're all talking about, yeah, we're all in fear of it. But we've got to remember our mental health as well. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you have, I, I have sometimes have forgotten to laugh. I know I've had a very hard year, but I've forgotten to laugh. And I think that is the best therapy that one can have if you're feeling down, you're feeling low, and you will be safe. I promise you there's hand sanitizers everywhere. We have a small cast. There's a shield between even the band and the audience. They will be spread out and you have no fears. The only thing I have to say is that you have to wear your mask. But we're so comfortable now about wearing masks. Yeah. There's yeah. not, you know, it's 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 not a big deal, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think the shows are a little still, shorter this year as well, Catherine, to take account of things like there this. Are. Yeah, there's the shows an hour and a half. There's no interval, and you come in one way and you go out another way. So, do you know, it's it's kind of all circulating, and even before you you come into the theatre, the theatre is actually purified. The the 
every window, every every lat is opened and there's like totally sprayed, totally sanitized. And then um, for the hour and a half, it's dead safe. Do you know, I know there's anxiety and I know people out there might say it's not the most important thing. But PJ, this is an industry. Yeah. This is where people have will lose their jobs if we don't carry on and we don't have the courage to keep it alive and and well and safe. So when people think, oh, it's only what it's it's not important. Well, it is to the people that it's their livelihood. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know. And yeah. even when I had to call them there on Friday as a group and say, look, we um, they really feared that we were closing down the show, you know. And if you saw the fear and the the relief, and I would have said if if the cast, the crew and the band, everybody, if I said we'll do the show at four o'clock in the morning, they'd have been in. They'd yeah. have been in to entertain. Yeah. Do you know, so... Yeah. It's, um, it's funny that you should say that because when we started talking, when the restrictions were being announced last week and I spoke to Sean and he said you did try to come up with something and and people were saying, oh, Panto, come on, get over yourselves. But I think at this time of year, families have been... They couldn't get it last year. They're so anxious to get out and yes. get that little bit of harmless entertainment. Alan yes. Hughes who does the Aladdin in Dublin, was saying something at the weekend I thought was very important. He said, my groups are family groups. They're coming in their own car. They're staying in their own group. They're going home in their own car, okay. on their own. You, you, and we've only got 60% capacity in the rolling pods. You could, you could hardly try harder to be safe. You, yeah, exactly, exactly, do you know, and like it's so, so important. You know, we can all talk about, well, you can see it on the screen. Human beings need human contact. And if you saw the delight on the the adults more and the children when they're actually sitting in a theatre and you see somebody entertaining you, no screen will ever replace that. None. I'm sorry, but it won't. No, and you're right. Because we, some, we do need each other. Some of the online stuff last year was brilliant, really enjoyable. But yes. no, it's not the same. Yes. It's not the same. No, it's not. It's not, you know, and um, because, it, you know what, I think it's important to hear the human voice to interact. You know, you, you know yourself, even at meetings, if you have to do a Zoom meeting, you're there kind of. Yeah, but it, it, you, people's body language can tell you whether they, they're agreeing with you or they don't agree with you as well. You pick up sure. far more than what you can do at a, at a, at a Zoom meeting, you, you know. You so I would plead to everybody and plead even to our older generation as well you know I always think that when you come to a panto the child within you comes out and that's very important to keep alive the child within you if you're if you're six to eighty, keep that child within you alive, and you will live. And that's what that's and what, that's what, what it's all people. about, Catherine. You mentioned it being a, being a tough old year. I know you you messaged me last weekend yes. or last week. You were you were listening to us talking about the first Christmas without a loved one. Yeah. And and I know that this time yeah. last year we were talking about you getting to see mom. She passed on. Getting to see mom. She did. She did. She passed on in the end of June, twenty ninth of June. Um, and, you know, I suppose in a way I was lucky that I could be with her, but I was the only one that could be with her, not the rest of the family. That was very, very hard. And I'm finding that very hard at the moment because, do you know, your loved ones are your loved ones. Mm. And I know she's in a better place, BJ. I know that she's out of her pain, her suffering, her anxiety. And I couldn't say enough for Marymount. They were absolutely amazing. And I suppose I'm thanking God that I. it was last year, if it was the year before, 
should have died alone. And I know there are many people that have that. that. Mm. And I think that when we're out of this war, we have to address that as well for all those people that have suffered so badly, you know. And I, I just want to thank you, PJ, as well, because, you know, throughout all of that, you gave people the voice, you gave me my voice to say that no matter what sickness is out there, those people need people to be with them as well. And you were just, I call you sometimes, and it, and this is sincere, you're like the angel on this earth yeah. that you gave to people and the energy you've brought into people's homes. I'm sure there are people that didn't want to get up in the morning well, and decided they heard your voice and you egged them to get up that, and that's, well that's done. That's most kind of you, Catherine. And something that I want no, to say straight back to you, because I knew, yeah. you know, coming up to the first Christmas after the loss of your mum, yeah. Putting a show together yeah. and getting a show together was a big effort for you and you have done a remarkable service for people by getting up and doing it this year. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But look, it's it's because of the support that we all have for each other, do you know, and um, that we, I suppose, I keep saying, we have a roof over our head, we have, um, we have food in our belly, we have heat that some people don't have. And like me, you know, just I believe that we must start taking steps because this could be with us and we have to learn how to live with it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, we have to learn how to live with it, keeping safe, keeping sanitised, all the team on the stage. We, are, uh, we do an antigen test every morning. Yeah, it's like as I said, it's like taking a tablet out for us, you know. Yeah, and we're dead safe, you know. So, and people will be safe in the theatre. I right. promise them that. Well, I think it's brilliant. You've moved everything, oh, yeah. back, everything back to six o'clock, and nothing cancelled, and it's great. Uh, yes. And may you nothing. have a wonderful, wonderful season. And hopefully, I'll get in to see it myself at some stage before it ends in January. Catherine Mahan Buckley from the Aladdin this year's Panto at the Everman, and of course, we're proud partners of the Everman Panto for 2021. There are ways to think around it and ways to think outside the box. Loads of people want to nominate someone who made their year special. We're, we're doing our level best, Katie and Fiona are doing their level best to pick two and it's a very hard pick, but we'll do it. Speaking of Christmas songs and Christmas songs that tell the, or last the test of time, I wonder where this one will be in 50 years. Just as she pictured an unholy war, my mother was halted by an almighty roar as bouncing from the chimney holding Santa screeched out, where's your jumper? Your Christmas jumper, where's your jumper? Your Christmas jumper. Hold on. I'm checking on my list now. Ho, ho, ho. Checking on them twice now. Yeah, Stanley, not your nutcase. Good morning. Hiya, PJ. How are you? How are you doing? But the video for this is hilarious. You got you you took the old "Where's Me Jumper" and wrote a Christmas song. Where's all that come from? Ah, uh, look, it's one of those things, PJ. Like I, I have a business here where I sell, sell quite a bit of cork related stuff or theme stuff. And it was actually three years ago, so my brain works quite oddly. So I'm usually working on Christmas stuff in January because those ideas have come to me over Christmas. And I was sitting at my kitchen table and I stood up to make a cup of tea and out of nowhere in my head it went, where's your Christmas jumper? And I thought that sounds like an idea. So I wrote it three years ago and then forgot about it the following Christmas and then last Christmas was the lockdown and difficult to get it done but this Christmas we got around to doing it, yeah. So yeah. it was great, great fun. It's just, it's, one of those. It's just a, a, a fun take on, on a Cork classic and of course, yeah, all your stuff is about Cork Poems and co- I still have the mugs. I have, I have the mugs sent out to me during the year. They're, they're great. Where did you get the idea for that? Because you, you've got a whole business going. 
Uh, just, I mean, I've always loved language, PJ. Um, you know, I think all writers love language. And you know, I think one of the things with me that's interesting about Cork is because I wasn't, I didn't grow up here when I was very young. I came back to live when I was 11. I was always fascinated with the lingo because it was completely different to what I was listening to in England. Um, and then I, I, I'm not really sure what the first idea was, um, but it just kind of snowballed in my head. And there's Valentine's cards and there's Christmas cards and there's mugs and there's cushions and they all have great Cork phrase. And the language is amazing. Like when you sit down to write something with it, the language is just, for me, it's absolutely amazing. So it's just a joy to work on it. And I've never been able to write anything funny, but with this stuff, I can write stuff that's funny, which is even better again. Yeah, the yeah. video is also very clever for this one, Stan. Yeah, huge thanks to Brendan Cotter, who did the, um, the filming and the editing on it. He really did a, did a marvellous job on it. Um, I worked with him on the Ghost Home one I did earlier in the year as well, because the guy I usually worked with, Paddy O'Shea, was unavailable. But Brendan's brought huge amounts to it. Um, I have certain ideas, and I say to him, look, I'll see this, this, and this, and then he fills in the gaps, and he just he's just done an amazing job on this. It looks absolutely fabulous. I'm really, really happy with the chat. Yeah, yeah. lots of people sharing the link, and we're doing that for you as well. Thank uh, you. It's just such an unusual one. Uh, Keep the creativity going, old friend. Uh, you and I go back longer than I even care to remember. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, go there. happy Christmas to you and yours, man. We're talking 22. Listen, just before I go, can I just say one very quick thing? Of course you can. On the year and um, on the website today on stanlockcreations.ie, there's a 10% discount for anybody who uses 96FM promotional code on any of the pure cork stuff. Fair play. Stanley Knott, thank you very much and happy Christmas to you and yours. Right, as I say, pages and pages and pages of them. Just let me know when you're ready to release that. It's been a busy year for the lads in the morning, those two lunatics, KC and Ross. Very busy year they've had. And across the Christmas and New Year period, we're going to relive some of the best bits day to day. So 10 o'clock and 7 p.m., they have special highlights shows put together on the 27th to the 31st of December at 10 in the morning and repeated again at 7 in the evening and then get ready to wake up again with KC and Ross in 2022 only on Cork's 96 of them and we've got some special opinion line rewind programs put together for you as well they'll run at 11 o'clock on December 27th 28th 29th 30th and 31st and we're back then live on January the 6th on Cork's 96FM so plenty to keep you in contact with us during the festive season right where am I going line 2 hi Lorna hi how are you Good. tell me about Gillian ok so Gillian is my, my sister and she's absolutely one in a million as I know everyone else who's been sending messages into today are as well but I suppose she's just the most kind and genuine heart, uh, hearted person you could meet and I just love her to bits. She's just so kind to everybody and I'm lucky to have her as my sister but any friend of hers, you know, she's just so, so kind to everyone. She's a nurse in, in Cork and so she's had that to deal with through the pandemic which has been tough with, you know, where she's working mm. and... um. Throughout all of that, she always makes time for her family and for her friends and there's never anything too much to ask of her and you don't ask of it. I suppose that's the big thing. She'll just do it and she just comes to your door and so she, you know, she'll help my parents and my brother milking after a shift at work at the weekends. She'll go home after a long shift doing that and she'll make sure that she made sure that my parents always had their shopping throughout the, the lockdown times, the pandemic, and 
wouldn't let me do it for them because I have two small kids and just never was asked to do it, just went and did everything. And like I was saying to the girls there, it's like she has this little signature care package that she has created to her name. And no matter when um, her little niece or nephew are sick, if they have a vomiting bug, if they have an ear infection, she'll be at the door after a long shift with a little bag of things to put a smile back on their face. And it's just, it lights up their day when they're feeling crap. And she'll do that for everyone. She... I was sick earlier this year. I had to have an operation and she managed to smuggle one of those into the hospital to me, um, one of her little packs. And again, when I came home at the door again with it and just, you know, it's just so, so kind and she never has to be asked to do anything. Um, One of her really close friends was sick during the year and the same again did it and brought shopping and dinners to her door and she never does it to get anything back. She never does it to think, oh, I'll be paid back for that. And she never is paid back for it. And mm. she just does it out of the kindness of her heart. Um, she's an amazing sister. And um, another friend's dad was ill in hospital and she was working in that hospital. And again, you know, it's so different at the moment being in hospital. As I know well from earlier this year, you just can't have visitors. And, yeah. you know, every lunch break that she had, you know, after her long day, she'd go and visit her friend's dad and it's just it's just a, a small snippet of the things that she does you know she's just so kind and thoughtful to everyone mm. and is knew she, the impact is she, is she working over had. the christmas Lorna? um she's working some of it yeah she's you know she's a few days off and she's back in then again but um she's just one in a million pj and you know like even to, for my little kids when it's their birthday they can't have normal parties anymore and She'll create a little socially distant party at my parents' house and she'll have everything set up down to little personalised party bags where she'll have printed and cut out pictures of all their favourite little things to make it their little bag. And it's just down to the fine detail of of what she does for everyone. She's she's absolutely amazing. And, you know, she's working in the city. If I ever need anything, she's like, well, I pick something up and I'll say, great, but it's got to the point where my... Where my mum will laugh, it's nearly down to an argument trying to pay her back, yeah. you know, for the things she gets me, you know, yeah. that, you know, giving her the money. And I just thought this would be a well, really fitting way. Well, you might have to make sure that she that. actually keeps this stuff for herself <laughs> because it's full of the yeah. best of Christmas goodies oh. from Super Value. And we've got oh, one of the so helpers for you to yes. give to her. I broke down crying on the phone to the girls and I said, you know, I hope I'd be able to talk, but I think the nerves and the shaking is just keeping okay. keeping me going here on the phone to you because I'm not used to it. Well, you can wish her a happy Christmas from us and we'll, we'll, so, we'll get the oh, hamper to thank her. Thank you so much. I can't believe it. I'm I'm absolutely thrilled and she's she really is such a deserving person of it. She's just... Okay. She just really is one of the best. It's, so, yeah, I love her to bits. Cheers. Gillian Daunton, that's uh, Lorna, her sister, nominating her. And uh, your your loved one or your friend or someone could be next. I have one more of these today, just the one more. I have three tomorrow. So think of the stories and the people that you want to, you want to oh, say thank you. Remember, this is the gift of giving. You're not asking for yourself. You're asking for somebody else. Tell me about Jacqueline, Gillian. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just, we were working, myself and my husband are working through the COVID in CUH. I'm in housekeeping and he's a porter. Right. And the first outbreak, it was just, the pandemic was just very, very bad. And, you know, you'd be just ready to come home. And he, she took my kids in for a while and 
just was really only for her, like, to be honest. Sister, sister, yeah? Yeah, my sister, yeah. yeah tell me a bit more about her. Um, she's just loving, she's just so always there for me whenever I need her. Mm. Younger she's or older sister? Oh, she's younger than me. She's three kids, yeah. Right. She's younger than me. So she has three kids and she, she takes yours on as well to mind them? took on my tree, yeah. She took on my tree as well, like, just... Yeah. And of course, your husband again working at the, at the COH. That was a stressful time in itself, right through the. Right it through was. The, it was just like it still is. Like I'm not gonna lie, but you know, better than what it was now. Yeah. It's come home. Like you couldn't come home at the time. We used to stay over some nights, and yeah, you just yeah. couldn't risk it. Like yeah, and she took the kids to keep them all safe. She took the kids for most of the weeks for me. Yeah, yeah. And is he working over Christmas now? Um, yeah, we're all working over Christmas now too. Oh, you're working. Are you in the CUH too? I mean, yeah, I'm housekeeping in there, and he's supporting there. I got you. Sorry, I missed. Oh my goodness! Right. Yeah, the so two of us working there. You see, so we both were kind of <laughs> we just weren't around. Like unfortunately, and she offered to take the kids for us while we could walk through the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, that's that's not just a great sister. That's a best friend. It is exactly. It is a best friend. I that's I just not. I I just can't thank her enough. Like okay, kind of, you know. And words just can't put it All together. Right. And what's, what's your husband's name? Uh, Terry O'Shea. Yeah. So Gillian and Terry O'Shea, you want to nominate Jacqueline. Ja- Jacqueline Field, yeah. Jacqueline Field uh, for one of our super value hampers to say thank you for making it. Well, we've got one for her. All right. Oh, We've got one for her and for, from the lovely people at Super Value. And we'll organise that between this and Christmas. Put you back on to Fiona, take a few more details from you. Uh, thank you very much, Gillian. And uh, thank you for everything that you do in the COH, the porters and the kitchen and housekeeping staff. They're as much a part of what makes COH happen and what makes and helps COH to get through the pandemic as anybody else. So thank you to you and everybody. And uh, Jacqueline and Gillian will be getting hampers from Super Value. We have three more to do tomorrow. And I can tell you, we already have dozens and dozens and dozens and pages and pages and pages of messages. So thank you. And we will pass some of them through to tomorrow. And we will still take more in the morning. Uh, Thanks to our friends at Super Value. So remember, you're giving the gift of giving. It's not for you. It's for someone who made your year and you want to say thanks. That's it. I will see you tomorrow just after nine. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With McCarthy Insurance Group. Call in person or call them now. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.